Welcome to, to the, the B-List, list, where we talk about everything we love to hate. And everything that we hate to love. I'm Tara. I'm Courtney. Last week, we did a pretty angry edition, where we <laughs> were just kind of bitching about everything that bothered us, and that kind of led us into this week's topic, which is red flags. Red flags. And fuckboy behavior. Yeah. And just, I mean... It just got me on a rant. So, yeah. so here we are. You so guys. here we are. We're going to talk about this today. Now, anything that we talk about today is non-gender specific as well as non-sexual orientation yes, specific. Yes, this definitely goes for everybody. This is everybody. These are red fl red flags that not only would you would you look out for like in a relationship, but also friendships too. You know, definitely, it's, 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 definitely, definitely. It's just um, I've seen so many of my friends just get dragged through you know, whatever shit that they pull them through. I mean, alone, you've seen me in, like, several bad relationships. Well, this is what makes us the expert. Because she's watched it all and studied it, and I've actually had to live through it. So. Yeah, exactly. So let's, uh, let's get into our red flags right there. Now, if you're watching here on YouTube, you see that we've got plenty red of flags. red flags behind us. Like and we German are... Mao should be behind us. Right. It's pro it's very, I, it probably uh... is. Uh, <laughs> I'm very... probably broadcasting something very communist right now, but, but, you know what? but today the red flags are just for, uh, for those of for those of you that need help identifying them. Yes. Yes. So uh, I guess right now, I get, what, what do we... What do we uh, define a fuckboy as? Okay, so here's the deal, you guys. I got two different definitions from the internet because I studied hard. And one of them is from Google. And it says, in essence, a fuckboy, sometimes it has different spelling, sometimes fuckboy with an I, fuckboy with two C's, however you want to spell yeah. it, is usually, I don't agree with this, we just talked about it, is a straight white dude embodying something akin to a man whore label, mashed up with some basic qualities and as a light to heavily sprinkling of misogyny. I can agree mm -hmm. with that. I can agree with that, yes. I can agree with that. But I don't but agree. But then it says, it says uh, but consensus on a singular definition is a work in progress. So, like, right. it, the, it changes. Right, because I've known plenty of non-white fuck boys yes it I've doesn't i don't girls. think it's gender like, specific it's, fuck girls too that's they're all they're everywhere yeah yeah but then i looked at um the urban dictionary well that's that's probably more that's accurate where you go if you want the real information and it says a guy who will tell a girl anything to get them to hook up with them a complete jerk who flirts with multiple girls at a time and makes them all believe they're individually special they tell a girl they like them and act as if they're in love so they can get something out of it like pictures hooking mm -hmm. up sex etc um, someone who should not be trusted and is the reason for a lot of people's trust issues. Don't mm -hmm. fuck with a fuck boy. Mm -hmm. I can agree with all of that. But again, there are plenty of fuck girls out there too that do the yes. same thing, just fuck as people. manipulative. Yeah, fuck, fuck people. Fuck humans. <laughs> fuck homo sapiens. <laughs> We're a horrible species. We really are. So what is generally, in your dating experience, one of the... Um, biggest red flags like nascar crash <laughs> waving that thing um for <laughs> me i get really uncomfortable when it's like when you first meet someone and they are just like 
constantly complimenting you and telling you how amazing you are and like not that you don't want some of that mm -hmm. but when they're like immediately head over heels in love after like yeah and then they're like we should live together we should get married yeah we should be engaged. that's like, one of the whoa. ones that's one of the ones that i i move that i i i wrote down whenever whenever they just move things way too fast like automatically start telling you we're soulmates yes we should we should move in together and it's been it's been about 30 minutes yeah the, the i mean on our dating podcast that we did a while back for valentine's day um there was a guy specifically who had been like i was someone who was like he had a fiance and i didn't know about it mm -hmm. or whatever and he'd have been dating other people also mm -hmm. but also just telling me i mean and it gave me those like red flag tinglies like my spidey senses were tingling from the beginning because he was like after the second date he's like i think i could fall in love with you i'm like whoa man like, yeah you need to slow down right and he's like i just can't i just i can't help how i feel uh-huh i'm like i don't think any dude is big enough to be in love with like five women at one time no kidding and you know what that's that brings me to another one of my points too is that if you do find out that this person is in a committed relationship with like a spouse or fiance or even a long-term yeah girlfriend or boyfriend you know yeah. long-term relationship, relationship you can't count on that person to leave that person because why haven't they done it already yes you know so if many times you see girls that are like but he loves me he loves me and he says he's gonna leave her no, any day now he's not going no, to he's not. or she she won't or i have friends that are in that position right now uh -huh. actually who are like their their man is just stuck in a bad situation and like yeah it's never hang on for years like yeah. dude he's not leaving her like because you've made it pretty clear that mm -hmm. You're okay with it. Yeah. And also that brings me to another point though, too, is if they do leave that other person for you and you were the other person, the other woman or the other the other boy, then you're gonna get eventually left for else. Yeah, yeah, eventually they're gonna do that to you. That's I mean And yeah. I've seen that I've seen that happen in And then they act all surprised. I I can't believe he left. Well, me. and the thing is they'll fall into the same pattern and find yeah. another person that, oh well they're married but they're gonna leave their spouse at any point because they're they've been unhappy for years i mean and... i do believe that there are some people out there that like monogamy relationships are just not for them mm -hmm. which is fine then just don't be in a relationship then don't yeah or find other like-minded individuals exactly. that are in That's the same what i have a way. hard time with is when people like keep getting into relationships but they know for a fact that like you're mm -hmm. not gonna want to do this I don't right know why you're doing this right to just hurt people right also too one of the big role or one of the big flags for me was always whenever they have these preconceived like um notion of like their gender roles yes like you're gonna be this my is a woman's woman. place yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. you know you're gonna be you're gonna be in you know heels when i get home right. from work and the dinner's yeah. gonna be on the table and like, then sir no yeah yeah and that <laughs> we was, all work here so right right and i've been getting along fine without you to this point exactly. so i don't need to depend on you it's just, and especially, if, like, this is not 1950, you know? Mm-hmm. And these men want to come in and be like, I'm the man. I'm going to do this. I'm mm -hmm. going to do that. And you're just going to be my cute little woman. Mm -hmm. Like, first of all, this is not 1960. Mm-hmm. You for sure can't pay all my bills. So I yeah. don't know why you're talking like you can. Right. <laughs> like, right. Like, the reason I feel like, because my aunt one time said that, like, the, it's so crazy to see women dating now because, like, in my day, when my aunt was younger, like, you had to have a man to be able to survive. Like, right. you had to find a man 
because women, we weren't, they weren't taught to get jobs. They weren't taught to take care of themselves. They were right. taught to sit down and look pretty and yeah. find a man. Learn how to cook a, ro a pot roast. Yes. And, and Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I also, too, it's, uh, I, I would come across a lot of people who would, a lot of men, because that's who I date, but they would say, they would downplay any accomplishment that I would would talk about like i know i haven't been in high school for you know years but guess what i made state and they were like oh really yeah. well guess what i did and it was always there was always a one-up story for everything that you did exactly everything you do is like whatever but then they did some uh -huh. amazing thing i was actually listening to um some podcast the other day i can't remember what it was but they were discussing william hurt the mm -hmm. actor and he's known for being difficult. So that's not like right. Uh, you know, he was he dated like Marley Maitland, like or Marley Matlin, the the deaf woman that was in right, yeah, yeah. the actress. And she won an Academy Award, and he told her that doesn't mean anything. Like there are people out there who really tried, and they just gave it to you. Oh like, my god! She just won an your girlfriend just won an Oscar, and you're gonna tell her nah, man, that's <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Did I, he did he ever win an Oscar? He won the year before. Oh, I think he was just so he was probably just upset that you that know he didn't win again, yeah, or or that he has to share the same accomplishment exactly with his significant with a, other with a woman, yeah, um, yeah. Another thing for me is, and this is something that like I never really looked at before, but I do look at now. Um, I don't know if you've ever dated someone who had like a really bad relationship with their family, or they didn't have a lot of friends. Yes, because like, you know, like one ex in particular like didn't get along with his family and had no friends so mm -hmm. like he was constant like we were the friends like hang out with you guys yeah and like when we split up he's like well what about Courtney and Preston I'm like those are my friends <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta go find your own friends I could still be friends he was he like, just kind of cut I'll himself find off nobody I'll have nobody well that's your own fault that you'll have nobody yeah you should have made friends yeah, and and to piggyback off that too, they also compare your relationship on their past traumas. Right, they bring all their old stuff. All in. the old stuff comes yeah. with them, and yeah. they expect that well, because this person acted this way before, you're gonna do the same thing. And right. nothing pisses me off faster than telling me how I'm gonna react to something. Oh, that makes me so mad. Right, that makes me so mad. Right, like, that and. Whenever they tell you to relax and calm down, I blow my lid. I'm a redheaded southern woman. Do not tell me to calm down. Yeah. <laughs> I will jump up your butthole so yeah. fast. Well, it just feels like we're, we're, again, they're disregarding what we think is important. And whenever something happens that we think is important. Well, it's like we all have past traumas, past bad relationships mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But, like, I mean, you've been with Preston for, like, 20 years. Mm -hmm. It's not like... You guys get into an argument and you're like, well, my one boyfriend one time said this one thing. This boyfriend I had three time, three boyfriends before you <laughs> was mean to me once and how dare you? And how dare you? Like, I don't think that anyone comes into a relationship with like a clean slate, but it should be pretty like, like this person has never done anything to me. So I'm not going to treat them like they have. Like they have. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. Blaming, blaming your ex's past sins on somebody new is cruel. I know you have this on your list too, but one of uh one of the things that I read was the social media aspect of it all. Mm -hmm. Like either not having it or using it all the time and you're on it all the yeah. time. Yeah. Like, constantly checking that DM folder constantly. to see like who's yeah. in there. Yeah. yeah. But then uh, but it's also like you just said a flag whenever 
they don't have anything like not even a LinkedIn. You can't. Cause that's usually my go-to. Like once I start talking to someone, what's yeah. your last name? And then you immediately Google. Yeah. You got to do a ba background Instagram. check. Yes. You look at everyone just to see. Yeah. See yeah. what kind of pictures, what kind of friends, what kind yeah, of do, are, sure. do they talk to their family? All kind mm -hmm. of that kind of stuff. And I understand if they set things to private, but just the fact that they, when they don't have anything and I'm not talking about, you have to be, I mean, I'm horrible at social media. I'm not that active on it. But just to see that you have a presence, you know, that, you know, your phone is linked to something. Yeah. Are you there? Are you like, there? Do you exist in the yeah. world? Yeah. Do you have a friends list? Because if they only have a few on there, that's right. Also... If it's just like a profile picture and nothing. Like, and nothing else. Tell me anything about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's kind of scary. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Also, if you ever get involved with anybody who is in an MLM, Okay. Company, run. just run. Just, just don't, because that is that proves that they're gullible, that they're they're probably scheming for another thing, and it, it this goes for males and females both. Is that the females will usually be selling, you know, the makeup and the slim drinks, but I dated a dude for you know a date or two, and on the second date, I think it was, he started trying to sell me Amway. Oh, for the love of God. And how long has that been around? But like yeah, Amway and Herbalife are like the top yeah, two. Like, like... Yeah, and, and he kept trying to get me to look at the oh, catalog. Oh, and... That's not a real job. Oh, I can get you 10% off. I can get you, you know, your, your first order is going to be 10% off. And I was yeah, like, Yeah, and it's always people that like from high school you haven't talked to in like 20 years that are mm -hmm. like, hey, girl, would you like to lose 20 pounds? Would you like this drink? Like, first of all, rude. Right. You're calling me fat. Right. <laughs> Second of all, Tiffany or whatever. Like, yeah, you used to throw bugs in my hair. You used to throw school. bugs in my hair. You're a stay-at-home mom. This is your life now, this bothering is... people on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want your jewelry that turns me green. No. I've tried, and I've tried that one too, just to appease a few people. <laughs> Another red flag is um, when they make you feel insecure. Like you'll have all the confidence in the world before you start dating someone, and, and then you and they're like, guess... "Are you gonna wear your hair like that?" Yeah. yeah. Is that what you're wearing? Is that what you're wearing? Yeah. That's, that's, that's an immediately, you're just off the table. About I that. did someone once who like, I'm always in jeans and a t-shirt usually because that's what's more comfortable for me in this weird lumpy body that I have. And he was like, I would love to see you like wear a dress or something like that. And then I would wear the dress and he'd be like, I don't know why you're wearing that. Like, cause you fucking asked me to. Cause yeah, I was showing you what I look like in a dress. Is this not, is this not pleasing to you kind sir? And then you're just second guessing everything. And then like, I would get so mad at myself because like, I'm pretty cool. Like I'm, I was fine before yeah. I started dating this yeah. person. Like, how did they tear down my self-confidence and my self-worth in the matter of months? Like, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. That's also some narcissistic behavior too, is telling people what to wear, and trying when to, to wear them. it, yeah. who you can hang out with, when you can hang out with, what, what clothes or not clothes but um you know just uh like how you spend your money you yeah. know it's like boy it's none of your business <laughs> I have, yeah yeah i'm not spending your money so yeah why does it matter yeah i mean we have a mutual friend who's like that who you know there's a guy in her life that just is constantly tearing her down and telling her like i don't like any of your makeup i don't like what you wear you need mm -hmm. to change everything about yourself why? and then i'll like you well, then go like something else. Then you else. don't like them. Then you're trying. You're trying to mold something, what you perceive as you know, molding something out of clay that doesn't need to be reworked. You know. Well, and then 
you're mad at them because they're not the same person that they were when you first met them. But like, no, they're always on their best behavior when you first meet them. A, a lot of these flags, unfortunately, come out when you've been out with them a few times. You've had to date them for a while. You've, yeah. yeah and, and it's hard to get out of a relationship once it starts rolling like that. And it's hard, too, like, going back to, like, fuckboy behavior and all that kind of stuff where, like, I've been in that situation and not, not even realizing... Uh, I just burped into the microphone. I apologize. Um... <laughs> I've been in a situation where you don't even realize that you've gotten into a situationship or a uh -huh. fuckboy situation until you're already there and you're like, oh no, what did I do? Uh oh. There was a guy once, I met him online, we chatted, he was funny, we had like good conversation and against my better judgment, I was like, sure, come over and we'll hang out. And of course, we made it the sexy times and it's it was great. I was like, cool, we're going to be dating now. We're going to go on dates and it's going to be, you know, uh -huh. it might lead to something because he was really cool. Right. And immediately he was like not texting me as much and kind of disappearing. And then when uh -huh. we would text, he'd be like, well, we're not like together. Like, like I realized we're not in a relationship after like one night, but like, I thought this was going to build towards something. Like we like each other. We like each other lot. enough to see each other's genitals, you know, like, yeah. I feel like that was something. Yeah. And he was like, well, I'm not really ready for a relationship. And I just kind of want like a friends with benefits thing. And mm -hmm. I immediately was like, no, I'm not, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And I felt real dumb for having sex with them to begin with. But I was like, no. And this guy, I will give him something. He is persistent because, I mean, the last time I heard from him was like a month and a half ago. Okay. I originally hooked up with this dude six years ago, like five years wow. ago. Wow. Yeah. Every once in a while, he'll text me, hey, hun. And I, to this day, don't fucking call me hun. I don't like it. Yeah. It's just condescending. But he would just check in. Just, How you doing? You doing all right? Like, yep, I'm fine. Or I'd be dating someone or whatever. And if I was single, he'd be like, you know, we sure did have fun together that one night. I was Dude. like, yeah, not fun enough, though, apparently. Yeah. Because... Looking for one more night. Yeah. And yeah. I straight up told him, because uh, he kept trying to like, well, if you ever change your mind and if you ever change your mind. And I eventually had to be mean to him, mm -hmm. which I'm unfortunately really good at. And I told him, like, look, I'm never going to lower my standards enough to do that again. Uh -huh. So you can delete my number. Yeah. It's not changing my mind. It's like changing my self-worth and feeling lower than dirt while I'll just sleep with you because I know that's all you want. Yeah. So, no, thank you. Yeah. And they're like, what? I thought we were friends. Are we, we friends? Just... No, dude. I don't hook up with my friends. <laughs> We've been friends for a long time. We've never hooked up. I've never hooked up with you. You know? Never. Maybe someday. someday. Never say never. I mean, Preston's got to die eventually. And, you know, the man always dies first, so. Sorry, Preston. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's I'm just listening. kidding, honey. He's not listening. <laughs> um, you know, another one, too, that, that you don't realize until you're kind of in deeper with them in a relationship is whenever they start to... Um, like rely on you for all of their healthcare needs, like their their mental health. All oh, where you have on to like you, mommy them. Where you have to mommy them, and yes, they never take charge of their own mental health. That like, happened with one of my children's dads. It was that way. Where like we first started dating, and I didn't realize it. What happened was my sister realized it before I even realized what I was doing. I thought it was sweet. I'm just like playing house and like, oh, I'll just clean his apartment. Oh, I'll just yeah pay this bill for him. Oh, I'll just do this. And, you know, you think that you're building a relationship and, oh, you're just being like that sweet little wifey or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we went on vacation. My sister, my mom and I went to uh, Mexico and but I had to get up every morning and text him. So make sure that he was up for work. Yeah. 
Like you're, it's and your my sister's like, he's an adult. Why aren't you like? Mm -hmm. What did he do before you? Mm -hmm. And like, honestly, he was late to work a lot. Yeah, it's a wonder that he kept a job for as long as he yes, did. Yes, and I'm like, why was I in charge of getting him up for work? Yeah, that whole the whole mommy thing. You don't want to. Like, you're so good at it. Like, well, <laughs> a bad being an adult because I'm a grown up and I can listen to an alarm that goes mm -hmm. off and turn it off. Yeah, yeah, or like you're. Can you go pick up my medication or can you go, you know, you call them, you, you handle it. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Like, take care of your own things. But at the same time, they expect you to predict and anticipate what they need right then too. Like they're not going to tell they're you. They're not going to tell you. There's no communication for it. It's just that you screwed up whenever they didn't get their needs met. Oh, I can say this for sure that my own father who does not listen to this podcast is exactly <laughs> like that with uh -huh. my mom at all times. Yeah. Like he's, he was like that growing up. He would be like. He'd want your help with something like out in the garage and he's tinkering or whatever. And if you didn't know exactly, like you better have every fucking tool on hand ready to hand it to him or light or whatever it is that he needs. Yeah. He's like, I'll just do it myself. Get out of the way. Yeah. Like, my dad was a little bit bad at that too. I was always having to help him work on the truck or something like that. And if I didn't have the flashlight in the exact place. Yes. Where he needed it instead of telling me. Well, well, I can't I'll just do it myself. Well, let me say, I put it in his mouth and try to hold everything. It's like, that's really easier than just telling me where you needed this. And we used to be like so sad about like growing up, like, well, I guess I just messed up and blah, blah, like, blah. Yeah. And now when my dad needs help and my mom goes out there and he's not very specific and communicates yeah. and tells her what he needs, then my mom's like, well, fucking do it yourself then. She'll just leave. Like, yeah. we don't get our feelings hurt anymore. It's like, whatever. Like, fine. well, yeah. And then also you know, on, on the flip side of that coin, too. It's whenever you clearly communicate what you need from that person, whether it be, you know, emotionally or physically or, mm -hmm. or just, you know, odds and ends here and there. And they disregard everything, even everything. though you have, and then, and then gaslight you to be like, well, you didn't tell me that. And it's that like, happened in my last relationship where I told him like, I need A, B, and C, uh -huh. please, please, I need this. Yes. And he told me, when will you ever be secure enough with yourself? Where you don't need those things. Um, never, because I'm a human and I yeah. need things in yeah. a relationship. The, and that goes with it goes with the gaslighting. That's in, nah, you don't need that. Yeah, and you we would have arguments wherever I would be like, um, you're clearly manipulating me, and I don't like that. Yeah, and he's like, well, I'm sorry, you feel like you're being manipulated, but I'm not doing that. But if I feel manipulated, yeah, then you're manipulating. <laughs> yeah, if I've done something that I wasn't planning on doing at your suggestion. <laughs> that's manipulation that's manipulation yeah 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 absolutely yeah um and... alcohol and substance abuse we talked about that before too mm -hmm. like before the podcast how we were like a friend of mine had gone on a date and the date got shit face drunk and drove the wrong way on the highway and ended up falling asleep on top of her during sex like that's that's yeah. a bad first date that's a bad first date and that's a big sign if they can't like having a couple of drinks getting loosened up. Yeah, so getting, you're not so nervous. Getting the laughs going. But if they don't know when to stop, tipsy is one thing. Falling down, blackout, well, drunk to me, is another. It's like if they don't know their limits as far as like alcohol goes, where else do they not know their limits? What else are they going to do? Right. You know? And you're willing to show that part of yourself that soon? That soon on a first date where you're like slobbery drunk. Right. <laughs> not a good look. <laughs> not attractive. Not attractive at all. Um... Let me see my notes here too. What else I've said? Oh, when they don't retain any information about you. Or don't even ask. Or don't even ask. Talk about themselves the whole time. Never ask about your own hobbies or interests. Or... I have friendships like this where I'm like, 
I'm also doing okay. Yeah. Thanks for, Thank asking. for asking. Yeah. I'm also fine. But, but, you know, you'll tell them, you know, the most heartfelt story about growing up. And then later, whenever you reference it, they'll like, you never told me about that. It's like, that. yes, I have. It's one of the things that I talk about mostly on first dates. And, you know, yeah. The guy that I'm dating now, like, you know, I talk constantly and he's like, oh, I love hearing you talk. And I'm like, you're going to get sick of it. Eventually. <laughs> I talk a lot. And he's like, no, I like hearing about you because then I know. He what did he say? It was like the sweetest thing. He's like, I want to know as much as I can about you because mm. then I know how to love you the right way. Uh -huh. Which is like, that's not that's a red very, flag. That's very insightful. That's a white flag, or not a white flag. That's surrender. <laughs> that's the checkered flag. Go, green, go. Flag. green flag, green flag, green flag, green flag. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> I like the white flag. He's black. <laughs> oh, uh, difficult to rely on that person. Like they're constantly changing their plans. You're like, so are we gonna have dinner at eight tonight? Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe. Yeah. You go like days without hearing from an them. Hour so gonna, you, an hour so before. So are we still going to go? Or... I've had that happen I don't know how many times. Um, I, I actually know. made plans with my friends. Like after you made plans with me, you went ahead and... And they get really upset. I'm one of those people like if we make plans and then you're being kind of like wishy-washy about it, I'll go make other plans. Yeah. And then they get pissed off because you've made other plans. Yeah, because yeah, there's something else to do. Like, dude, I asked you on Monday if we were having dinner on Friday and you said you don't know. So now it is Friday and I'm going out so with So I know that I'm not going to go out yes. with you. Yes. So, yeah. Like I do not want to just sit around. Oh, and another thing too that and this reminds me of another guy that I dated a long time ago. It's whenever they make a big show about doing kind things or showing acts of kindness, like, I did. like, you know, giving to the homeless or tipping the wait staff really well, like or just stuff you should just do, you know, bragging about the family that he bought winter coats for and everyone clapped kind of thing. It's like, and that's what they've just made themselves about all the good works that they do. That to me, it, it to me, it's not a red flag that they're doing these things. It's great that they're doing these things, but it's the fact that I don't know. I kindness is something that's done humbly, you know. Yeah, when you brag about it, it kind of takes away. When you from... brag about it and you're looking for the validation that comes from right. it, then it's not really yeah. truly a kind thing that you're doing it. You're doing it so everybody claps, right? And Another that drives thing me crazy. Too is um, just being like accepting your boundaries and accepting what you're because i find this a lot especially on first dates where guys like they're really just trying to get it in they're really yeah. just trying to like yeah they really want to get laid like they're really trying yeah and you're like well i i like you but i'm not really comfortable doing that on the first date so can right. we just like i kind of want to know you a little bit better yeah do that and then all of a sudden you're a prude or you're a bitch or yeah like how dare you yeah because they like, already expect something that's from you my boundary and if you're not cool with that then right bye right also, too, when they have, like, no hobbies or interests, like, nothing in their life. I had a guy one time, we never went out, but we were, like, talking on, on a dating site or something, and, you know, I was telling him, like, we're swapping, like, what kind of movies do you like? What kind of TV do you like? Blah, blah, blah. We got to music, and I was like, what kind of music do you listen to? And he said, I don't like music. I don't, I don't like music. You don't like music? What? Like, at all? Nothing? Like, not, not even elevator music, whatever you Nothing? Yeah, nothing? Is there... He's like, yeah, really, I don't have time for it. Yeah. You have it... time for music? It's everywhere. Yeah, you can put music on while you're doing whatever you're doing. Yeah, that's that's a weird one to me. I was but... like, okay. Block. Yeah, <laughs> but... I, but it's Do you just... not have a soul, sir? Right. And it's Even those... if it's, like, shitty music that I don't like, you know, EDM or something, like, good for you. Yeah. You have to like You have something. an interest in something. But I, there's been people that I've been on dates with or just been talking to also that they're like, 
I don't really watch movies. I don't really watch TV. I, and I'm not into cars. I'm not into sports. I'm not into video games. I'm not into music or anything like, like okay, that. It's like, what, what are, are you, you into? Oh, I just, you know, I go to work and come home. That's about what I do. It's like, you don't have any other interests. Nothing at all. That's weird. It's so weird. It's like... Were you not a fully formed, developed human? Like, and what, yeah, and what that means... Some kind of pod person? And what I, that means is that person may have the tendency to latch on to you, like, you're going to be my entertainment. The clinger girl. who's going to, like, cling to you and everything and that you like. And depend I mean, on everything. There's, there's some... It's a very nice time when, like, you get along with someone and you do have similar interests and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But I don't expect anyone that I date to be totally into everything that I'm into. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm That's... into some weird shit. Yeah, like, me too. I don't expect you to want to be into everything. right. right. Please have your own interests. Go watch the sports balls game or something. Yeah, you that's know? fine. That's fine. But just anything. Have your have your thing. Yeah, that's weird. And um, also, and this kind of goes with the with with almost having no hobbies. If if a person that you're with only likes like one type of movie, like only into fast action yeah only into the action flicks like fast and furious yeah or if they're or on the flip side or if they're only into like the the pretentious indie films, films and all that kind of stuff and and that's all that they watch you know i mean i dated someone who was super into movies and he was always trying to show me these different movies like this one won an oscar this one won an oscar like okay but like i like other stuff too it doesn't necessarily i like a have whole to be... variety yes i can watch a marvel the marvel Sometimes universe i and literally then... just want to be entertained i don't have to i don't need to i think just about need the deeper meaning and cry later on about it and, right i just know. need an hour and 20 minutes just to turn off for a little bit yeah. and um you like like this one guy that i i, I had gone on a couple of dates with and he was one of those that only, like, his favorite movies were, like, Point Break and Con Air. And then whenever I would mention any sort, the the, the guy did not, he had never seen The Three Amigos or Back to the Future. That is a damn Or shame. any of Steve Martin's comedies. Like, I was. That I, is a damn shame. I know, because I love, like, movies like The Jerk and yes. um, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid is one of my favorite ones. Yeah. And so, yeah, never saw a comedy never nothing he was just only into those action that's right. like, when someone says they don't like comedy right that's like i don't like music like you don't want your insides to be tickled and feel right pain. you like, just that's... yeah you want somebody else to be inappropriate for a little while so you don't have to be exactly <laughs> yeah so that one was a weird like, one don't for me. tell me that scene in Step Brothers where like will ferrell's like sitting behind john c Riley or vice versa that, yeah. that's not hilarious yeah no that kidding is funny no kidding <laughs> well, hello miss lady yeah <laughs> Like, you need to laugh about something. Yeah. I mean, how many times have we quoted Talladega Nights? Oh, my God. Anchorman. And, <laughs> and Anchorman. Old school. But, yeah, yeah. When they're just into one subtype of an of an art form and they're just, that's all that they're about. I couldn't believe that the guy was like, Con Air is one of my favorite ones. And I'm like, with Nick Cage? That one? Although Nick Cage is coming out with that new movie. That one looks pretty funny. It's that. got a perfect score on Rotten Tomatoes, so yeah, it's got to be good. To, gonna We're going to have that. to see it. Yeah. Sure. Shout out to Nick Cage if you're listening. Shout out to Nick Cage. <laughs> hey, I love a good comeback story. So. Love you and Valley Girl. Yeah, absolutely. We've been there since the beginning. That so triangle chest hair you yeah. had. <laughs> um, also, whenever they have, like, 
when they're when they seem like just vengeful people like every story they hate everyone everyone's done them wrong everyone's done them wrong <laughs> everything is always someone else's fault and their favorite stories that they laugh until you know with with great vigor you know it's always about the time they got back at somebody or got even with somebody or got revenge on somebody yeah, beat someone's ass and they think it's like... hilarious and this is one of their greatest accomplishments that's that's always like a huge red flag that goes into like talking bad about your exes yeah, if all of their exes are quote unquote crazy, they're all crazy. They're all bad. They're all bad. Yeah. I mean, clearly, I'm not with my exes for a reason, but I'm not gonna say that they're all crazy or they're all bad. Do I have some funny stories about them? Yes, but like, I'm not constantly talking about how shitty they are and right. you know, how they're horrible people. Yeah, and the and there's everybody's got a little bit of crazy, if you'll excuse the term. Everybody's got a little bit of crazy in them. There's I mean, certain things that get our goat there's That's other saying, things like, that everyone everyone has baggage you just got to find the right person who has the matching luggage with you right and right and, right and that's another thing too is if they only talk about like their ex the entire time it's like you're not over them you don't need to be dating i had a guy one time we went on a one date and he was talking about his ex the whole time and i finally asked so when did you guys split up mm -hmm. and he said we're in the process of it <sighs> so you're not even split so up. you're not even split up they're still yet. sharing a house that's just, how do you go home and look that person in the eye and, and say, oh, I've just been out on a date. I mean, I'm sure there are people that are fine with it while it they're happens. living, but I just, I don't think personally, if I was still having to stay in the same person that I just broke up with. That's when my ex-husband and I, when we split up, he kind of wanted to like, like we had to live together for a little while until mm -hmm. we could move out. And he was like, no, no, you should go on dates. It's fine. I'm like, it's kind of weird though. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go on a date and then come home to my baby daddy. Like, yeah. weird. Tell you all about it. <laughs> hey, so I went on this date. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Also, when they're mean to service workers. Oh, I hate that. On first dates. Because we are in the service industry. Because we're in the service industry. And you know what? I judge what? people on that. I Yeah, I judge people on the way they talk to them. Because sometimes it's, most of the time, it's unwarranted the way they speak to wait staff or hairstylists or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And it's it's unwarranted. And they come out of the shoot already knowing that they're going to hate everything about this experience. And that person is going to be at fault for everything. I recently dated someone that you met. And he. we went to go have burgers one day. And we went to Burger Fi off of Beach Street up mm -hmm. there. And great little place for burgers. You can get whatever you want or whatever. And he ordered his specific way. Got our food sat down. And his had tomatoes on it. And I was like, well, or he wanted tomatoes. And I was like, well, take my tomatoes. It's fine. And then he realized that it had mayonnaise instead of mustard or whatever. And I was like, well, scrape it off and go ask them for some mustard. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, no, if I don't fix this, I'm going to get really mad. So he took it back up there, whatever. And then, like, you have to go get your drink from, like, the little pushy machines or whatever, like, and pick the, you know, one of those uh -huh. big, the digital ones that have, like, all the buttons. And they didn't have what he wanted. So he got a refund for his drink. And I was like, dude, just get water. Like, do you yeah. have to be a dick? Like... And he sat down. He's like, I bet you're pretty embarrassed. And I was like, I am. I am. I'm really embarrassed. Yeah. You can't just like eat this burger. Just slap some mustard on it. What difference does it make? Like, it, yeah. That it, just bothers me. Adult. Well. Like if you ordered a steak and someone gives you like chicken fingers, like, yes. That's one thing. But like. But, you know, it's also, it's, it's embarrassing and it's rude to to just nitpick everything when it's not that big of a deal i think it's and i had paid for the meal like, yeah you didn't pay for this burger just eat it <laughs> what difference does it make 
If this is the worst thing that happens to you yes. today, or so we just way- sat there in silence eating our burgers. So I was just so pissed. Like, yeah, yeah. Because I've been in that situation where like someone's sitting in my chair and they're like, "But can you do like this one little piece blonder?" Yeah. Can you just cut like this one little hair? Yeah. Like, I I want this little piece to layer in this way. You're in the middle of cutting, and they're like, "Are you? Is this how it's gonna be?" Like, I'm not done. I'm not I'm done yet. My job. Yeah. Yeah. But even that, even that I can handle a little bit better whenever they just come out really rude. Like, yes. Like you remember one of the creepy customers that I used to have, the one that used to get the cap highlights. Yep. Um, he was always like the minute he would sit down and he would be like, I want it blonde. I want it like Daryl Hannah blonde. And I'm like, first of all, how old are you? First of all, you're a 60 year old man. So (laughs) right. Yeah, he was Daryl Hannah. I I might've even mentioned him on the podcast before that had his mail order brides. Yes. That he would bring in somebody from another country. Yeah. And they would not speak a lick of English. And he would be telling me how they wanted their hair done. Yes, and I'm like. Which is so creepy. I'm like. He he had brought somebody in one time that I don't know what part of Africa she was from. But she. Do, do you remember, I remember her? I remember her. She's so beautiful. She Oh, she was a gorgeous girl. And he, he was like, she wants to get some American highlights. And I said. What does that mean? He's Did like, she have super short hair though? She it was it was kind of short. I mean, we it was enough to foil oh, her okay. highlights. But anyway, so I she was he was like, well, not he she wants them lighter, but not too blonde. And so, you know, I went in for it, and then she would like speak to him, and I don't know how many languages he knew because I didn't understand. I don't know where what language she was speaking right. and then he would it, it was almost like the Star Wars universe where anybody could talk to anybody right. without translation. Yeah and so and then he'd look at me and he'd be like she wants it a little lighter and then i had to go back in and make it but then after that it was too light and i had to go back and tone it and i was like no 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 you know we're done this we're, is what we're done this is what she gets but but he was standing over the whole time going no she wants it like this and she wants it and then she'd whisper something to him and i'm like is this what she's saying or right is can this we what use google translate you're so saying. What she's saying because well, this was this was probably before right, before all that before but... all that i think i still had a flip phone at the time but i would not trust a man to tell someone how i wanted my hair done yeah <laughs> yeah that's and and what i kept wondering too was was it his idea to make her look more americanized American or, or a little bit more western or i don't know what it was was she was a beautiful girl the way she was but then like two weeks later he would bring in somebody else from there was a i i don't remember where she was from but she was from the middle east and she came in for he always brought them in to get their hair done and that's like some creepy like christian gray type like right almost but then 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 he settled i guess on one of these wives it was that really pretty chinese girl but the same way she didn't speak english either but she was a whole lot nicer she was just so appreciative of anything that i did that she loved everything i did but the whole time yeah i was pretty convinced that the guy wanted to wear me as a coat yep because you had a couple clients like that i had a couple of them they would have been fighting over your pelt (laughs) (laughs) a couple of woodsmen out there fighting over my skin (laughs) well we don't have enough to make two coats let's just make a couple pairs of socks (laughs) matching vests is that cool matching corny vests (laughs) but yeah and that was that was another one if yeah if they show up with a lot of different mail order brides and i always felt so bad for them too because I always thought these girls that he's bringing over here to meet are probably in dire situations. That's I don't know I that for like sure. Human but... trafficking stuff. Like, is he just like getting them ready, prepared? To sell? Is he grooming them for another phase? Well, now, or... like, 
you haven't been in the salon in a while, but now like they make you have like this, you know, how you have to have like your license and mm -hmm. like, if you want to, you know, complaint or whatever, and like all these different things that you have to have hung up, you have to have one hung up for human trafficking also. Oh, like, really? It's got the number on it if you need help. And oh, it's that's got, good. Like, like everything. Yeah. Like, just in case someone's coming in. I'm like, I'm a hairstylist. I am not a police officer. Yeah. I don't know how to like, give me the wink if you need. Yeah. Are you being trafficked? <laughs> all of us, like our rooms are this big. Like, yeah. it's not like. Yeah. Like, that man will be standing right there. I can't ask if you're being human trafficked right, because yeah. he's right there. Yeah, he's right there. Also, I can't trust anybody who doesn't like pets. Yeah, anyone who's like, I don't like dogs. Oh, I don't want, uh, no, I don't want Some people pets. have a preference like, oh, I like cats or I like dogs better. But if you have, like, no preference. Or and if, you don't like or anything. The, the person you're going out with owns a lot of snakes. Yeah, I can understand that. I actually dated somebody who had a 16-foot-long albino python that he just let poop and lay around this house all over the place nope that's a red flag yeah so nope. that was a red flag i did not stay with him no. at all but yeah he was like come to my apartment and see this thing nope. and i was like no mm -hmm. so yeah i mean i understand exotic weird pets that can bite me and that kind of stuff well, i mean I, I guess anything can bite me i've but... dated a couple like fish guys that are really into their aquariums and stuff like that and that's uh -huh. cool but that's like, fine some people who are not into pets and don't like animals or their animal you introduce them to your dog and your dog does not like them that's another thing too or if they just push my dog away from them all the time i have can to... you go lock that dog up can you go put that dog yeah up? put that dog no, my dog is is been my best friend. That's what I'm like. This dog so, is my life. So yeah. you can be replaced. This dog cannot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it, I owe so much to my pets through this pandemic because they were For the sure. only things that kept me sane. Oh, yeah. When I was like going crazy talking to myself, she's yeah. like, tell me yeah. more. Tell me more. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's that one's a big one for me. If they don't like pets, and especially if they don't like your pets or they don't like them, that's that's a big red flag. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope you guys take all this to heart. Take it all to heart. Look at your relationships. If you have any of these going on in relationships, you might want to rethink. Might want to think think about it. Have some talks because it's it's just. When you get into a positive relationship, you'll be like, oh my God, why did I put up with so much Why did crap? I settle for less? Yeah. Why did I settle? Because that's not me. Yeah. Yeah. And all you got, in all honesty, it, it, it often feels like time is running out. So a lot of people do, do end they up get kind of settling, desperate and... get desperate, get a little bit depressed. And they think that one person is going to fix them themselves. And it's not. You can't. Like, being alone is totally fine. Being alone is fine. Getting to know yourself, getting to know what you like, what you don't like, like. It's it's way better than just settling for the wrong person and then you're stuck. Mm -hmm. No one wants to be stuck. Because it's expensive to be unstuck. It really is. I yeah. can vouch for that. Yeah. So, well, we hope you take what um what, our little pearls of wisdom. <laughs> I hope that you wear it around your neck proudly. Yes. <laughs> because we love giving out pearl necklaces. We love giving out pearl necklaces. <laughs> oh, no. Now and, we're going. We're going down a different path now. And... And don't be a fuck boy. Yeah, if don't be are, a fuck if you boy. Are one, don't be a fuck girl. Hang up your hang up your fuckwear. Yeah, know. just love and ex respect each other. Yes, and and we'll see you guys next time. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Be safe. Let me call you.